Praise the Lord this morning. Amen. Hallelujah. Are you ready this morning? Amen. God is in the business of doing great things. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm going to preach from the book of uh, Exodus this morning. Amen. Hallelujah. It is a great morning. Uh, I welcome you all. Uh, it is a privilege to be standing in front of you on this auspicious morning to deliver the word of God, believing that he has something in store for us. Uh, I think the Lord, for this opportunity, I don't take it lightly. Uh, this opportunity has afforded me to stand in front of you. Uh, and I want to thank the leaders of this school, uh, Ms. Alta Heisha, thank you so much. And uh, may God continue to use you uh, to speak to our lives. Thank you, Dr. Westbrook. Uh, it is an honor to sit under you uh, and to glean from the wisdom that God has afforded you. Amen. Uh, today, the topic of my message is dealing with the Amalekite, or dealing with your Amalekite. Amen. We are going to read from the book of Exodus, chapter 17, verse 8. Hallelujah. Uh, it looks like we are having an Africa fest this morning. Amen. Yeah. Hallelujah. Allow me this morning to preach like an African. Amen. I, I, uh, I'm going to try and behave. Uh, my spiritual father is in the house. Uh, Pastor Oliver, what a great man of God. Uh, he's my spiritual dad. Uh, but we praise the Lord. Amen. He's... Is, 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 I, I really can't begin to explain or to express how much I'm grateful to what he means to me and he's an awesome man of God. Amen. Exodus chapter 17 verse 8. Uh, I'll try to rush uh, because I have so many things that I want to say. I have five voices speaking in my head but I thank the Lord for the small still voice. I believe that it will be prevalent this morning. Then came Amalek and fought with Israel in Rephidim. Exodus chapter 17, verse 18. Verse 8. And Moses said unto Joshua, Choose us out men and go, uh, choose us out men and go out. Fight with Amalek. Tomorrow I will stand on the top of the hill with the rod of God in my hand. So Joshua did as Moses had said to him, and fought with Amalek. And Moses and Aaron and hair went up the top of the hill and it came to pass when Moses held up his hand that Israel prevailed can someone say prevailed and when he laid down his hand Amalek prevailed but Moses hands were heavy and they took a stone and put it under him and he sat thereon and Aaron and hair stayed up his hands the one on the one side and the other on the one other side and his hands were steady until the going down of the sun and Joshua discomfited Amalek and his people with the edge of the sword and the Lord said unto Moses write this for a memorial in a book rehearse it in the ears of Joshua for I will utterly put out the remembrance of Amalek from under the heaven and Moses built an altar and called the name of it Jehovah Nisi. For he said, because the Lord has sworn that, that the Lord will have war with Amalek from generation to generation. Amen. I want to believe that our, our being here or our existence at this school is because we are standing on a promise. 
Here in the book of Exodus, we come across a people that have something in common. What they have in common is a promise. God had called them and said, I'm going to take you to a place that I have set apart for you. So they are hinging on a promise of God. We are all here because there's a calling on our lives. Where God has said, I want to take you somewhere. I want to set you apart for a specific reason. And he has said, you are not a, an ordinary people, but you are a peculiar people. A generation of people that belongs to God. And he says, I want to use you as an instrument of honor in my kingdom. So here we come across a people that are coming out of Egypt. And they are going to the promised land of Canaan. And on their way, they meet an obstacle. Now, because we have a promise, it does not mean that we will not face obstacles. Now that God has called us, it does not mean that we will not meet impediments on the way. Here we find the children of Israel battling with impediments, battling with obstructions, battling with the plan of the enemy. Because when God begins to orchestrate and putting a plan into motion, the enemy starts to hear vibrations of the things that God is molding. When God began to prepare taking the children of Israel out of Egypt and he wanted to do it through the man Moses, we hear that and Pharaoh ordered for the, for the slaying of all the kids all the male boys because there was something that the enemy was sensing in the spiritual world that it was about to be birthed when jesus was on the scene we hear that herod heard that the messiah had been born and he sent forth messengers to kill all the the babies that were two years of age and under because he understood that there was something in the spirit that was about to be birthed now when God calls us uh, there is something uh, that it happens with the enemy he begins to hear to, ha to have nightmares concerning your destiny because of where God is taking you the battle is not going to be easy can I preach like an African this morning For since the days of John the Baptist, the kingdom of God suffers violence, and the violence shall take it by force. So here we come across the children of Israel, and their enemy that they are facing is Amalek. I defined Amalek as the thing that, that tries to divert you or the thing that tries to make you to abort the purpose that God has for you. It is that thing that tries to destroy you at the infant level. No wonder we have, if you, if, what happens in the, in the natural world always mirrors what happens in the spiritual world. If you look around in our society today, you'll find out that it's teenagers that are being attacked the most. Why? Because the enemy cannot afford for them to get to the place where they reach maturity. But is it that time of ignorance? Is that time when they have not yet acquired enough wisdom that the enemy puts impediments in their way? And some of them are, ir are irreversible. 
some of the mistakes that are made at that level, some of them they will live with for the rest of their lives. Here we come across the children of Israel that are coming out of Egypt. And the word of God says, and, the, um, and, 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 and Amalek attacked them at the place where they were weary. At the time when they were weary, Amalek came from behind. We war not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers in the heavenly realms. We cannot afford at any time to have our guard down. Here we hear that when the children of Israel were weary, that's when the enemy came and attacked. We cannot afford to be complacent about our prayer life. We cannot afford to be mediocre about the study of the word. We cannot afford to be ignorant about what God is doing. We cannot allow the, the plan of God to avert us at any time. But we have to be in season with what God is doing at each and every level. Sometimes it might mean waiting for a process, for a, for a time before you see the, the fullness of, 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 of what God is doing. When the children of Israel had started walking in the desert, I want to believe that it was hot in the desert. I want to believe that it, it, it was a difficult journey that they were on, so much that they were weary. I want to tell somebody that we are in a spiritual warfare, that this journey that we are on is not an easy journey. It takes those that are determined to press on, to fight on until the last place, until the place of promise. It's not an easy battle. It's not an easy journey. But I thank the Lord because our present sufferings are not worthy to be compared with the glory that shall be made manifest in us. We cannot afford to be weary. We cannot afford to put our guard down. But we have to always have our game face on. We have to be ready in season and out of season. The word of God says, man, it ought always to pray, lifting holy hands to the heavens. Amen. We cannot afford to be weary. We cannot afford to lag behind. The word of God says, in the, the enemy came from behind and he ambushed them when they were least expecting but they were a people that were walking with the most high God. And they consulted God. And they've been talking to God. I want to believe that had they been walking with God at every step, God would have warned them. For this did not catch God by surprise. You cannot catch God by surprise. You cannot throw God a, a surprise birthday party. Because he already knows all the things. Amen. So we see... Uh, if we move on, we hear that, and then Moses said to, and, and Joshua did as Moses said to him, and fought with Amalek, and Moses and Aaron and Hare went up to the top of the hill. And it came to pass, when Moses held up his hand, I want to go back a little bit uh, to verse 9, and Moses said unto Joshua, choose us out men and go out Amalek tomorrow and I'll stand on the top of the hill with the rod of God in my hand. The word of God says he had the rod of God in his hand. I want to say this that we have been gifted we have been anointed enough or we are given enough arsenal to be able to subvert every attack of the enemy. The word of God says and he took the rod that was in his hand and he went and he stood. Look it was already in his hand. It was already, he already had it. When, 
when 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 uh, when 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 Paul is writing in the book of First uh, Corinthians to the Corinthians, First Corinthians chapter one verse four, he says, "I pray." He says, "I thank God because you." You lack in no gifting. He says you, you, come, you are blessed in all things, in all utterance. He says you are blessed in everything. I want to say this morning to the pastors in this, in this, in this room that you have been gifted enough. You are anointed enough to subvert every plan of the enemy. And the, the, the thing that we need to do right now is no longer pray for God to, to anoint us, but to thank God for the anointing that exists upon our lives. Because he has already given us all that, t- that it takes for this journey. He has already given us all that it takes to, uh, to, 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 to defeat the enemy that we are, we are facing at this time. Amen. And the word of God says, and he lifted up his hands until he was weary. Until Aaron and Hare to come and give a supporting hand. You cannot make it on your own if you are going to defeat the Amalekite. You need people that will come alongside you and begin to see you in your future better than where you are and begin to see you doing greater things than you have envisioned yourself doing. You need to walk with people that will stand and anchor you when you are weary. You cannot do it on your own. Amen. We cannot do it on our own. We need brethren. We need spiritual fathers. We need, we need friends that will see us through tough situations in our lives. Aaron and her, they came and they were supporting hand unto, unto Moses until the, the, the battle was won. The other thing that happened, it says, and they took a stone and he sat upon the stone. I don't know what stone this was, but I, I want to talk about the stone that when we stand upon, we will never be shaken. And that stone is Jesus. When we are anchored in him, he is all we need. When we have him on our side, he is the majority. When we have him on our side, we have won the battle. Amen. The word of God says, and they place a stone and he sat on it. He is the foundation that cannot be shaken. So when we are standing on him, no matter how thick the battle is, no matter how fierce the fight is, he will see us through. He will see us through to the end. Amen. The word of God says, and the promise that God is, uh, I'm trying to get through what I want to say this morning. The word of God says, and the Lord promised them and said, in every generation, in every generation, I will, I will, I will destroy the Amalekite in every generation. I don't know what your Amalekite might be. I hope, I hope we've gotten past the stages where we are fighting with the sin that easily entangles. Because the word of God says, put off the sin that easily entangles and look at Jesus, the author and the finisher of your faith. It's time that we begin to look at the high at, at, the, at the high price. We begin to look and focus on Jesus and not allow any distractions to, 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 to impede us from going where God wants to take us. He says in every generation. It means in our generation. It might not be the same Amalekite. It might be your mindset that it has to be changed. It might be you being able to see yourself as God sees you. It might be you being able to, to prophesy what God has spoken about you. It might be you being able to get hold of the thought, thought process that God has for you. 
But like I said in the beginning, the fact that God has a thought process or he has, he has plans for you does not mean that the battle is going to be any easier. He says in the book of, uh, in the book of Psalms, he says, as, as the stars of the, of the sky and the sand of the earth, so are my thoughts that I think towards you. But that, that, but that does not disqualify that we are going to have to fight some battles. But one thing I like about this, it does not say that you, God says, I am going to fight the Amalekite in every generation. So it's the Lord who is doing the fighting. We are only privileged to be part of what God is doing. We are only privileged to be part of a, of a battle that has already been won. We are, already, we are only privileged to be fighting a fixed match. We are only privileged. We are only privileged. Therefore, I've come to tell you that the things that I'm trying to make you quit Bible school, I'm, I've, I've come to tell you that the things that are trying to tell you that you cannot preach, the things that have been, those voices that have been speaking to you to deter you from where God wants to take you, to, take, to, to make you to take your eyes off what God is doing, those things God is saying in every generation, I am going to destroy the Amalekites. There is going to be a destruction of the Amalekites in my generation. For God has gone before me. Is the battle is not mine, but the battle is the Lord. He says, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. It is time for men of God to arise and understand who they are in Christ Jesus. Because when you know who you are, you will not weep because of this situation. You will not throw a pity party because of this situation because the battle has been won it is guaranteed that you are coming out and you are coming out on top it is guaranteed that victory is yours it doesn't matter what it is but we are making it to Canaan it doesn't matter how the, the situation is it doesn't matter how conniving the enemy might be but I am standing on the promise of God yes when he says it it's settled when he says it it's settled I need no other confirmation yes brought alongside me men to stand with me to uphold me when I am weaker, he has given me brethren to walk with. That's why the Bible says, yes, when you are going through trials and tribulations, know that your brethren throughout the world are going through the same situation. For there's no temptation or there's no trial that is not as such as common to men. There is somebody that has been through it and overcame so that you can be an overcomer. I want to tell you this. Mentorship. Mentorship is wisdom without pain. Mentorship, the things that you were supposed, the things that you were supposed to learn the hard way, God has made someone to go through them so that you might walk through them in victory. Victory is guaranteed 
we will make it don't give up yet don't faint the Amalekite has been destroyed in our generation rise up pastors take your stand lift up your holy hands use the gifting in you yes that thing that you have in your hand I want to tell you David has his, had his five stones and he took one of them at the time that when the time came for him to use his gifting and he went and he used it and he won against the Goliath of the land I'm telling you this we are taking over to not be fooled by the enemy yes begin to see the world in the through the eyes of God begin to see him doing it like he said he's going to do it amen 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 do we have victors in the house do we have victors in the house hallelujah hallelujah let's press on let's press on let's press on let's not faint let's press on let's press on let not faint just begin to tell your Amalekite that you are done with just begin to tell that situation just begin to confirm the word of promise over your life just begin to pray that prophetic word that has been spoken over your life just begin to tell your dream yes you are going to come to fruition yes you are coming to culmination what God said he will do he will indeed do what he said he will fulfill he will he will he will he will fulfill it it's done in his name we are victors we are conquerors hallelujah